0: hello everybody welcome to the dirt on her adventures podcast i'm your host josh
1: and i'm jesse and in today's episode we're going to be talking about hiking in the mud yeah i know right (laughs) so typically if you know a trail is going to be muddy You should probably stay off of it. I mean, honestly, who wants to hike through that anyway? And the reason you should probably stay off of a really muddy trail is because it can damage the trail. It can make it dry unevenly and make it a hazard. But let's face it, sometimes it's unavoidable. And you have to hike through a muddy trail. Or you go to Dolly Sod's and it's just all mud. And that is the trail.
0: It was pretty much rocks and mud. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: I tried to like avoid the mud for a while and then finally stuck my foot in like 16 inches of mud and was like, well, I'm muddy. So yep. who cares?
1: Exactly. Uh, if you're on a normal trail that is not typically muddy and you do come across a section that is muddy, it is actually best to just hike right through it. I know that's not fun, but going around it can erode the trail. It can make it a larger mud puddle that basically turns it into a swamp and the people that care for the trails and do all the maintenance would appreciate you not doing that because they're gonna have to fix it yeah yeah it's just it's rude just don't do it so how do you hike in the mud then safely and responsibly we're gonna talk about it (laughs) josh is like i don't know i was
0: like is this a trick (laughs) question
1: no let's let's discuss it It should kind of start with you picking a trail, I think. I mean, if you're like, I really want to go on a hike today, and you're looking for a trail to go hiking on, I feel like you may want to pick your trail wisely. I mean, I'm not going to pick a trail with like a super steep hill if it's been raining for days and end up sliding down it, (laughs) which I've almost done before.
0: Probably the rockier trails are better.
1: Yes. But they could
0: be slippery, but at least... um, you know, if it's if it had rained a lot and it wasn't real or had dried out a little bit, um, you could probably hike a rockier trail.
1: Absolutely. I, I did. When we were in Dali Sad. You're going to hear us talk about Dali Sad a lot in this episode because it, it's just mud. Um, I, for the first few miles, I was trying to avoid the mud. And I was hiking on rocks and roots and anything sticking out of the mud so I wouldn't get dirty. And it was exhausting. (laughs) It was definitely doable for the most part, but it it took us a lot longer to hike because I was trying to not get muddy.
0: There was parts of that that had such long stretches of mud. It was almost like hiking through like a swamp. It was. And uh, yeah, I would almost say that We might be going back down there here soon, Um, and I almost hope it's just all like frozen, because I feel like I'd rather walk on ice than mud.
1: (laughs) Me too. We're going in the winter, and yeah, I'm hoping all the mud's frozen, so we'll see. (laughs) Uh, You could also try to hike really early in the morning when the mud could be frozen, so it's less damage to the trail, so you could hike in the early a.m. Are we going to do that?
0: I do sometimes.
1: You do. I probably won't. I'm not a morning person, <laughs> so Josh might be on the trail very early in the morning, but you probably won't catch me doing that. Yeah. You also need to have the proper gear if you're going to be hiking in the mud. Trekking poles. Oh my goodness, they saved me in Dolly Sods multiple times for different reasons. Like they kept me stable and balanced when it got like really slippery. And they also helped me like feel around in the mud to make sure I wasn't going to step on a rock or a root or something that I couldn't see and potentially trip. I love trekking poles.
0: And we were actually backpacking there. Yeah. Um. So you really needed the trekking poles because the mud was like a little more treacherous. Having like a pack.
1: Yeah, it was. It know? was really hard to stay balanced when you put your foot down in the mud and it would sink like a foot.
0: <laughs> and we were, like trail runners. Yes. So.
1: Uh, that's the next thing. Proper clothes and your shoes. And I feel like this is kind of a hot topic for hiking in the mud is footwear. Because I'm sure people just heard us say we wore trail runners in deep mud. And they're like, why didn't you wear waterproof hiking boots?
0: Well, there was some stream crossings too. Yes. So I feel like having the trail runners... Your feet got wet, but then they also dried and kind of aired out. I think a waterproof boot would have like held.
1: Yes, moisture. I agree. I've had, I've had both. I've had boots like waterproof gore tex boots I've worn on hikes. Um, and the thing with that is if you're going to be hiking a long distance, they're heavy. They're very heavy. Um, I mean, and eventually my foot still got wet because my foot was sweating. And I had smart wool socks on, so that tremendously helped. But after a while, your foot does kind of get wet because they're not mm-hmm. breathable. So it, it really is up to the, what you like. I mean, it's up to the hiker. Do you like waterproof boots? Then wear them. Do you like trail runners? Wear those. I like trail runners. I like it because I didn't have to stop and take anything off. I just I walked through the stream in my shoe. I walked through the mud in my shoe. And they eventually did dry. I'm not saying they completely dried, but they dried enough that my foot wasn't a mushy, like pruny mess.
0: Now we did that in the spring. What would you wear in the winter?
1: In the winter, uh, I wouldn't do stream crossings, that's for sure. <laughs> I would probably try to pick a trail where I wouldn't have to cross water. Got it. Because I really don't want to do that either way. I don't really want to take a chance of having a wet foot or shoe or boot in the winter. Got it. Yeah. Mud's one thing. Like, I'll hike in the mud any time of year, but I'm not going to hike in deep mud like in the winter.
0: I didn't mean to go off topic, topic, but I was actually just like, oh, we're going in a couple weeks. I need to figure out what I'm going to wear for that.
1: Yeah. That's a really good point.
0: (laughs) I didn't even think about it.
1: Well... I'm I know right now there's snow there. So, I'm not going to hike with my trail run- runners on in the snow. Yeah. So, I am probably going to bring my boots. I have like some nice North Face winter boots. I'm probably going to wear those. Yeah. And I'm probably going to get worn out a lot sooner cuz they're heavy.
0: <laughs> I might wear straight muck boots, like cunning boots. Are you
1: crazy? I don't know. <laughs> they're really heavy. It's snowing. Oh my gosh. And muddy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but hey, you know what? If you want to wear muck boots hiking, wear muck boots, h- if, whatever works for you, that is what you should do. So don't let anyone talk you out of it. If you are hiking in muck boots and that is what you are comfortable in and you're used to it, that is what you should do then. I also would bring some gators if I'm going to do my trail runners in the mud. Mm, that's a good idea. They're very helpful. Um, if you don't know what they are, they kind of like attach to your shoe and... They cover part of your shoe and up your ankle a little bit. Um, It covers, like, your pants, so you don't get, like, mud in between your shoe and your pants. Yeah.
0: That would be a good one. That would be something worth having.
1: Definitely. Um, I actually feel like I need to get a decent pair of gaiters. I think I have yours, and they're a little big. Yeah. So I I was just thinking
0: that. I was like, well, I could probably use a tall pair of gaiters and be set for that.
1: Probably. Depending how much snow there is. Uh, and
0: I know you're trying to do a podcast, and I'm trying to, like, you're giving me ideas for our trip. For a and trip. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea.
1: Right? <laughs> Another thing is when you're hiking in the mud, you want to hike slowly. This is not a race, unless you're in a race. But still, you probably want to go a little more slow in the mud because you are you could slip You could trip on something that's in the mud that you can't see, and you could totally injure yourself, and that is the last thing you want to do, because that would be miserable. And then you're going to be muddy. Muddy and injured is just, it sounds terrible to me.
0: Or you could fall in an actual river like I did once.
1: Yeah, Josh has totally fallen in a few of them.
0: (laughs) One time it was because I was wearing Crocs, Mm -hmm. which regular Crocs do not have very much grip in the mud in fact they're kind of like ice skates a little bit I see they have some off-road looking crocs now they do it would probably be good in the mud yeah um and my mountain bike shoes I always slip on because they have no tread
1: yeah yes I've seen you come home like multiple times. And like a muddy, muddy mess. Like, I think one time you called me. You were like, hey, um, can you open the garage? I'm going to change in there because I slipped and fell in the mud again. I'm like, again?
0: <laughs> if I'm on the bike, I'm good. If I have to get off the bike and stand in the mud, I'm just going to slip.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Nice.
0: <laughs> They're good grip for the pedals, not for the mud.
1: <laughs> All right. You also want to take smaller steps, kind of like a penguin, you know? Just little baby mm-hmm. steps. If you're going to take a really wide step, you're probably going to throw yourself off balance in the bud, and you're going to s- slip, or do yeah, a split. Do a split. That sounds terrible. That's the worst. <laughs> that sounds awful. Nobody wants to do that.
0: Walk like a penguin.
1: Walk like a penguin. Oh my god!
0: Everybody can hear how funny I say that.
1: It is kind of funny. We're penguin. always we're always trying to get Josh to say penguin. Penguin. How do you say it?
0: I don't want to say.
1: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you heard it just rewind it Just go back (laughs) yeah so hike slow and take smaller steps definitely uh josh was saying this earlier but if you're hiking in the mud and you see maybe some like larger rocks sticking up um or maybe there's even like a boardwalk that's been placed there or some pallets or something uh, walk on them they're they're there for a reason um I know we have a trail that's somewhat local to us, and there's a section that is just it it is a muddy mess. It's kind of got I don't I'm not trying to point fingers, but the people that ride horses have destroyed it because they ride their horses right after it rains and it just makes like a mud pit from the hooves. So they've created this ginormous mud pit right as you step off this bridge. Um, So now they've had to put these pallets down, and now the horses can't even really go there because of the pallets. It's really crazy. So um, walk on them. That's why they're there. They put them there for a reason. So they're specifically there for you to walk over so you don't sink in the mud or fall in the mud. Um, I mean, it's gotten really deep. It's like a foot deep now, this mud pit.
0: I think the one time it was so muddy, we had to take kind of like fallen branches and sticks and lay them down. And kind of walk across them.
1: Yeah, we did. And, you know, that's not the best thing to do. You need to be really careful if you're walking on on wood that's like a branch. Because it it could potentially be rotten. So you really need to test it out if you're forced to kind of walk on a branch that's fallen.
0: And you shouldn't clog the trail up with debris.
1: Yeah, no, you really shouldn't.
0: We were kind of stuck.
1: We got super stuck. And then we took it apart, so... (laughs) Hike responsibly and ride responsibly. (laughs) Okay. So, and rocks, they're just naturally there. They're great to step on. Um, I tried to step on rocks. Well, I did for about two miles and then gave up. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. If you are going to hike through the mud, as we're talking about all this, um. Go down the center of the trail as much as possible. I kind of talked about that in the intro, not to go around the mud, because you're gonna kinda of destroy the trail. Um, try to stay in the center. If if you can, you know. Yeah. That would be great. So you don't make it larger or erode anything. This is something that drives me crazy, is after you have hiked through the mud, you have muddy shoes and maybe muddy pants and muddy socks. Uh, not fun, not fun at all. If you could find a stream, maybe give them a little washing would be great. If not, you may want to consider like bringing an extra like jug of water in your car specifically to clean off your shoes and pants and socks because once it's caked on there, it is not a fun thing to get off.
0: No, it's actually pretty terrible, (laughs)
1: isn't it? Really hard. Oh my gosh. So it's so much easier just to do it while the mud is fresh.
0: Yeah, I remember when we got home from Dali Sad, you were like clean all the stuff. I'm like, "Oh my god, we just got home. Can we take it easy?" And then you like actually ran our shoes through the washer and everything. Yeah. And then I was so glad you did cuz everything was clean.
1: Yeah. And not
0: crusty and funky. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we had found a stream right at the end. Thank goodness. It really worked out for us. We were able to really kind of thoroughly wash our shoes. Um and then we um kind of stuck them in a bag until we got home and then I thoroughly washed them because they were so disgusting. I mean, my goodness, they were gross.
0: I got a lot of mud off my shoes on that trip because I jogged like three miles to the car (laughs) to come back and and rescue you.
1: You were the best because I had kind of had it. Well, it turned out I had a lung infection. (laughs)
0: Well, that's true.
1: (laughs) Josh is making it out like I'm just like, oh, I had to go back and get the car for this lazy wife of mine.
0: Uh, no, you had something major happening <laughs> that we didn't know about. Till but after. I do
1: appreciate it. That was really nice but of you.
0: I did run to the car and that's how I got all the mud off my shoe.
1: See, find a stream or run three miles. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Another thing you're going to do is bring some extra clothes. Keep some extra shoes, comfy shoes in the car. I feel like most hikers do this anyway, because when you get done hiking, you want to take off your shoe and put on a really comfy shoe that's not sweaty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you're not close to home, you don't want to drive like hours in just muddy, nasty Mm -mm. clothes.
1: No way. Yeah. So bring bring some extra shoes, some socks, pants, whatever you want and change.
0: I bring all those wet wipes so I can take, like, a wet wipe bath.
1: Me too. I love wet wipes. They're the best. We get, like, these things called water wipes, and it's, like, I think they're pretty much water and a little, like, some kind of fruit juice in them, and they don't really have a ton of a smell, which I appreciate, but, like, yeah, we kind of take a shift bath in the trailhead parking lots, and, yeah, it works, though.
0: yeah. Like, I'm good with being muddy and dirty, but I don't like the long car rides home if I can't be, like, a little bit comfy
1: and clean. Yeah, same. You know? Yeah. It's funny that we both like hiking so much, but we also really like to be clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're not, like, we're not going to, like, backpack for, like, probably, like, a week or so straight. We're, like, weekend backpackers.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Because we need showers.
0: Yeah, um, I've found my max is about three to four days without a shower. Yeah, and I realized the dirty sweat coming in my eyes was like burning my eyes, and <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I was like,
0: okay, I need a shower.
1: I agree so, with you.
0: Yeah, I definitely can't go weeks on end.
1: I'm like a two to three dayer, and then I'm I'm good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, that's really all I have about hiking in the mud. This is kind of a quick one. But an important one, because at some point or another, you're going to hike in the mud, probably. If you're an avid hiker, you're going to come across this situation. And though it may seem like the easiest thing to do is just go around it, it it is actually better for the trail if you go through it. So, there we go. There you have it. Yeah. If you're going to hike in the mud, follow proper trail etiquette. We want to maintain the trails, not destroy them. So always remember, leave no trace.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yay. Yay. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if it's really, really gross, I'm probably not going to (laughs) go.
0: Yeah. Sometimes if you're already out, you can't help it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm sure through hikers are like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. And I completely understand. So yeah, I feel like this is more like, you know, for the weekend hikers, Mm -hmm. vacation hikers. So yeah. Alright. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you know you can reach us at dirt don't hurt adventures at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out our Patreon and Amazon storefront. Our social media accounts are TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: See ya.